Well, hey there, prolific author podcast fans. It's your buddy Adam from Podcasting Business School. That's the podcast where I teach people about podcast launch, growth, and monetization strategies. Be sure to check out episode 220, where I help you discover where you're at in the podcasting success timeline. You are listening to the Prolific Author Podcast, and it's time to bring out your host, my pod pal, Liesl. Hi there. Are you an author who ever wonders what the big name authors do to achieve all their success? I mean, yes, I am talking about household names like J.K. Rowling and Stephen King and Nora Roberts and all the others, but not just them, okay? There are plenty of indie authors who are making six figures today too. So a lot of people think that it's just dumb luck, okay? Some authors just hit it big. Or with some of those household names that have been around for a while, they think it's because they were part of the old publishing model, you know, the traditional publishing model from years ago, and nobody can do that anymore. Well, there's some truth to that. I mean, nobody's going to probably achieve as much fame and as much household namehood as some of those because there's just too many authors on the market today, but you can achieve the same success they have, okay? Saying that the reason is because they're part of the old publishing model doesn't really account for everything because again, there are indie authors today who are making that amount of money too, and I promise you it is not just dumb luck. What they're doing is purposeful, intentional, and it is possible for you to do it too. I'm going to tell you what they're doing that you're not doing and how you can do it. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Prolific Author Podcast. Let's face it, readers read fiction to feel emotion and be transported and transformed. In this ongoing digital revolution where online marketing is always in flux, the only way to create a sustainable author business and live off your royalties is to write transformational stories, market at every stage of the author journey, and cultivate a loyal audience of readers. Fortunately, there's never been more opportunity to make a living as a fiction author. Hi, I'm Liesl Hill, USA Today bestselling author and story clarity coach. When I'm not dictating my own stories about dragons, serial killers, and dystopian worlds, I help other authors write their own transformational fiction, position them as bestsellers, and market them like pros. Join me on the podcast where I give writing tips, marketing how-tos, story advice, and interviews with other authors who are in the trenches just like you and making it work. We are prolific authors. Okay, I am Liesl Hill, and let's talk about this a little bit. First of all, let me just say I am still recovering from a cold I've had for like two weeks, so if my voice sounds just a little bit nasally, that's why. But I will do my best to um, make sure that you can hear me, okay? So I'm going to start off by telling you a little story. When I was a little girl, my parents often got together with my dad's brother, okay? My uncle and aunt. Uh, Our families were just really close and did a lot of things together, and one of the things we very often did was have Thanksgiving dinner together. I played with my cousins. It was just a good time, right? And my aunt was known for being a very, you know, classically amazing cook. And she would do these pudding pies for Thanksgiving that would just set up beautifully. They would be these perfect pies, right? And my mom often wondered what her secret was, how she did it so well. Don't get me wrong. My mom's pies were amazing. And believe me, they got eaten every year, but they just didn't quite have the setup of my aunt's pies. Now, my aunt wasn't terribly giving about this. She would just kind of go, oh, you know, it's just me. It's just my natural talent (laughs) and wouldn't really say much beyond that. But as I got older, I began to cook a lot. I love to cook. I love to cook for people. Okay. So I started to learn some tips and tricks in the kitchen. And especially with the type of pudding pies where you buy packets of instant pudding and just add milk, I think I figured out what the deal was, how she did it. And the secret is just using less milk. Okay. So if it tells you to use a cup and a half, you only use a cup and a quarter or maybe a cup because that way there's less liquid. So it gels better and it sets up better. I'm pretty sure that's what she was doing. Now, why am I telling you this? And what does it have to do with books? 
The reason my mom's pies didn't look just like my aunt's is because she was not doing something that my aunt was, okay? In order to get the results that my aunt got, my mom had to do what my aunt was doing, okay? That is the same thing with books. It's the same thing with anything. If you want to get the results that six-figure authors are getting, you have to do what they're doing. You have to follow the same processes, the same uh, recipes, if you will, to get those results. So the question then becomes, what are these six-figure authors doing that maybe you are not? Of course, there's probably a few things. They might be running really great ads. They might have grown a really huge email list. And all of those things are important. But there is something on the ground floor that is very, very important. Because without this thing, you're going to have a hard time making ads work for you, no matter how much money you throw at them. You're going to have a hard time growing a really loyal email list, okay? What has to happen in the beginning, okay, the foundation of your marketing has to be an excellent story. And what six-figure authors do that you may not be doing is discovering the heart of their story. And what I mean by that is the emotional theme, what they're trying to bring across and, and getting a really powerful grip on it so that every single sentence they write in that book, every character arc, every scene, every batch of dialogue revolves around that emotional heart. Now, don't get me wrong. You may know how your character changes from the beginning to the end. At some point in the writing process, you may have discovered what your theme is, but I'm talking about taking it much, much deeper than that. You need to discover the emotional heart of your story early on and build your story around that. And if you aren't doing that, you're leaving a lot of emotion and a lot of story on the table. Now, most of your readers aren't going to be able to articulate that you didn't do this. They're not going to know. But I promise you, readers will be much, much more loyal to you and your writing if you start with the internal. And honestly, guys, that is what the six-figure authors are doing that you may not be doing, okay? People tend to look on the surface and say, oh, well, that author has thousands of dollars every month to throw at ads. And maybe that's true. But that is not where they started. If you throw thousands of dollars in ads at a story that doesn't have an emotional heart or that emotional heart does not inundate every part, every layer, every page of that story, the ads still are not going to work as well because so much of what we do is bringing readers back to us, okay? If we can prove to them that we are amazing storytellers, it doesn't even matter what genre we're writing in, they will continue to come back to us, okay? Hi there, we'll get back to the episode in just a second, but really quickly, I wanted to tell you that I have a free PDF that I created for you entitled 10 Plot Thickening Events That Every Fiction Bestseller Includes. These are events that you need to be familiar with because they have to do with the human template and how all human beings absorb story. And I have laid them out in a free PDF for you. So if you would like to download that absolutely free, you can do so at bit.ly forward slash 10 plot. Make sure and capitalize the P. I've had people tell me that it's not working and they're getting a page not found. It's because you got to capitalize that P on 10 plot. Okay. So that is once again, bit.ly forward slash 10 plot. And I will link it up in the description below. Now, some of you, especially some of you guys, because I've discovered that um, the male writers do tend to write plot first. Not always, but a lot of the time, and that is perfectly okay. So you might be thinking, yeah, but what if my story doesn't revolve around deep emotion? I mean, some stories are more plot-driven. Well, I will agree that some stories are more plot-driven, but I disagree that they don't revolve around emotion, okay? So if you're the kind of person who doesn't like to get overly emotional with their stories, you know, you, you don't really feel... Ross from Friends, you know, sometimes I feel, if that's just not the way you write, okay, that's, that's perfectly fine. But what we're really looking for here is the motivation. So even if you don't want to think about it in terms of extreme emotion, think about it in terms of the motivations of the characters. 
All characters have emotions and all characters have motivations. You still need to find what that internal is, what that internal motivation is. And even if you write a, you know, a guy character that's just all kinds of Jack Reacher or whatever, you know, very plot driven, very action driven, that's fine. But even if he doesn't know it, his motivations come from an emotional center. So you don't have to put tons of sappy emotion in your story, but you still have to know what those motivations are and build your story around it. Let me give you another example of how I kind of figured something about this out with my own story recently. I'm working on a high fantasy, it's got dragons in it, and I have been trying really hard to nail down my magic system. And believe me, I've read all the literature, I've gone through all of the different templates, and I just still felt like I wasn't quite nailing it down in a way that would really serve my story. And then I had a light bulb moment and I was just kicking myself because this is what I teach and even I didn't realize that I was doing this. It is simply that your magic system needs to revolve around what your characters are going through internally, okay? The ties between the two don't have to be super obvious and direct, but they do need to be there. So if you're having trouble nailing something like that down, look at what the characters are trying to overcome internally and figure out what you could put into your magic system to help them with that, okay? Or perhaps to hinder them with that. Either way, there needs to be a tie there. Once I figured that out, my magic system clicked into place like the most perfect puzzle pieces, okay? It was so wonderful. So to recap, what are six-figure authors doing that you are not? They are figuring out the emotional heart of their story first, and then they are building their story around them. Okay, so you can start knowing what some of the plot events are going to be, what kind of your world is like, that's all fine, but you really need to build the story part of it around the internal, and I would challenge you to also do your world building and your events around the internal. If you start there and build out, the story will be so cohesive. When I think of a really well-told story, I think of um, an infinity sign, which is kind of like a figure eight lying on its side, okay? It should just feed into itself like that, okay? The end should feed into the middle, which should feed into the beginning, which should feed into the middle, okay? Which should feed into the escalations, which should feed into the character arcs. You know, the internal should feed into the external. The internal should create or cause the external. The external should then turn around and feed back into the internal. You get the idea, okay? And the only way to achieve that kind of cohesion in a story is to start with the internal and build out from there. And I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that Building your story some other way, starting with the external or starting somewhere else means that you'll always fail. There are plenty of authors who build stories that way and find some success. Even I built stories completely from the outside in in the beginning because I didn't know any better. And those stories do okay. And I do sell some books with them, okay? And I do make some royalty. But the difference that you will see is in the reaction of your readers, okay? It's building them from the outside in. You might get readers who really like those stories. And they're like, yeah, that was great. I really like that. I think I would read something else from that author. But building them from the inside out, the reaction is more like, that was amazing. I cannot believe how great that story was. I'm going to get online and talk about it. I'm going to get online and post about it. I'm going to tell all my friends about it. And then I'm going to email the author and beg them to let me know when their next book is coming out. I mean, come on, which one of those reactions would you rather have? So the next question becomes, how do you find the heart of your story? Okay, there is a very specific way to do it. It has to do with asking the right questions. And lucky for you, if you want to know how... I am doing a free challenge, which will be kind of the second half of August, so it's about a month away, where I am going to teach you how to do this and why. So if you want to learn to write stories 
the way that six-figure authors write stories, and I'm going to give you an idea of how to use those parts of your story to market easily and effortlessly to bring readers smoothly and consistently to you without doing anything that feels sleazy or slimy or anything like that. Really and truly, your story and the emotional heart of your story should be the foundation of your marketing. Once again, just like the story, the marketing should come from the inside and move outward rather than the outside moving in. Throwing money at your story and hoping that you know some ad will stick, that is going from the outside in and that never ends well. It's never very affordable. You end up losing money, okay? But if you start your marketing with the internal, you will always, always have more success and you will be amazed at the success you do have doing it that way, okay? So if you would like to learn more about this, then all you gotta do is sign up for my bootcamp. It is free. You can register for it at bit.ly forward slash story heart. It is the heart of your story bootcamp is what it's called. Okay. So once again, that is bit.ly forward slash story heart. And I hope to see you all there. Bye. Me again. Before you go, if you found value in this episode, I would love it if you could leave me a review. Reviews are the best way to show your appreciation and help others find this podcast. Be sure to screenshot it, share it on your favorite social media network and tag me at LK Hill Books. Remember, the world needs your stories. Only you can change someone's heart with your fire-breathing dragons, your mind-blowing mysteries, your epic romances, and your intense thrillers. So join the revolution and be a prolific author.